0: Well, welcome to a new week. Uh, What I'm going to do today is try to break down the major stories that are likely to dominate the week uh, and give you what I call a power analysis. That is, look specifically at who is gaining power, who's losing power and what this fundamentally means. Uh, there's so much verbiage, uh, there's so much uh, sort of sensationalism in terms of headlines that this power analysis really is designed to help you get below the verbiage and underneath the headlines and see the dynamic, the most important dynamic. I mean, for example, let's look at the Glasgow Climate Summit. It's going to generate a lot of speeches, uh, but the real question is whether Biden can convince other nations' political leaders that they can trust the United States to do its part. Now, this is going to be obviously a huge task uh, given, well, first of all, Donald Trump's abandonment of the Paris Climate Accord uh, and Joe Manchin's and coal companies' recent influence whittling back Biden's climate agenda. Uh, And also pay attention to this. On Friday, and this is very important, Didn't get enough coverage. On Friday, the Supreme Court decided to hear a case brought by coal companies and 18 Republican-led states to rein in the power of the Environmental Protection Agency uh, to regulate carbon emissions. Uh, Foreign leaders uh, are already going to be very well briefed on this, and they are going to note that although the Biden administration had asked the Supreme Court to delay hearing the case until the environmental protection agency finished crafting new carbon emissions guidelines the court rejected the request and decided to hear the case anyway so what does this say about power and climate change in america well that power still lies with coal and oil and the major carbon energy producers in the United States. Now, hopefully this is going to change, but change will require keeping public pressure on lawmakers and on corporations with regard to moving toward solar and also moving toward wind and other non-carbon sources of energy, also perhaps threatening to enlarge the current very regressive retrograde Supreme Court. I'll get into this. That's a discussion for another day. Uh, Or let's look at another major story that's going to hit uh, tomorrow, Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday's Virginia gubernatorial election. It's being called a bellwether for the midterms. Now that's just utterly simplistic. It's not a bellwether. Almost nobody outside Virginia and people in Washington, D.C., who follow these things, cares whether Democrat Terry McAuliffe or Republican Glenn Youngkin prevails. The real significance of the outcome of this election in Virginia lies in its effects on two groups of people who have disproportionate power over the midterm elections. Uh, the first group um, are campaign advisors for midterm candidates, especially in purple states. They are watching to see whether McAuliffe's attempts to tie Youngkin to Trump are more effective than Youngkin's attempts to tie McAuliffe to Biden. And on the basis of the outcome, and it, we're talking about the margin here, they are going to tailor their messages accordingly at uh, the second group that you want to watch in terms of the effect of this election outcome are corporate political operatives. They're going to channel somewhat more money to Republican candidates in the midterms if Youngkin wins and vice versa if McAuliffe is victorious because the odds uh, are shifting according to who is victorious now it's going to be again not a huge amount of money but enough money so that it could make a difference in purple states does this all mean a a power shift well it's too early to tell but keep your eyes fixed on both the message machines in both parties and obviously keep following the big money the the third big story this week is going to be Biden's social climate package. Uh, now the media has fashioned this as a showdown between progressive Democrats and moderates. This is just rubbish. It's untrue. It's really a showdown between Joe Manchin and Kirsten Cinema on the one hand, and every other Democratic senator and most House Democrats on the other. So what is the end game? Well, Democrats will. Come to some agreement, possibly this week, uh, because the political costs of failing to come to agreement are just too high, uh, given next year's midterm elections. But here's the thing the final result will almost certainly disappoint the progressive wing of the party, which will have to accept far less than it wanted. Uh, So the underlying question is what does this mean for power in the Democratic Party? The danger is that progressives who really have emerged over the last few years as the most activist uh, and influential part of the party uh, could feel discouraged from making as strong a grassroots effort in the 2022 election as they did in 2020 which would weaken the party's prospects while Strengthening the hand of the establishment wing of of the Democratic Party, the CEOs and big money operatives. Um, Now, what will Biden do to avoid this? This seems to me to be the core question. He could, and I hope he will, make it up to the progressives by pushing very hard for voting rights. Uh, That is the Freedom to Vote Act that's now in the Senate and also its corresponding act in the House, uh, which has all sorts of measures in it that would preempt all of the Republican, uh, the the 19 Republican states uh, that have uh, enacted very regressive um, voter suppression measures and also put us on the road toward campaign finance reform. But in order to do this, biden will need to get all democrats and all democratic senators especially to agree to carve out voting rights from the filibuster now once again the irony here is that mansion and cinema will be critical what is he going to do i think that biden has got to offer them a deal they cannot refuse in terms of economic development and money for both west virginia and for arizona Uh, with the implicit threat that if they don't cooperate, he's going to let the public know what that deal is and what people in West Virginia and in Arizona uh, could not get, have sacrificed in effect because Manchin and cinema did not cooperate. Anyway, I hope this kind of power analysis is useful to you. Uh, And if it is, let me know and we will do more of this in the future.